0: What do you think about the that Grandfather G40?
1: So I like it. My issue with Grandfather though is I, I feel like and this is nothing against Grandfather. They make great beers. And people love their their product. The issue I have is that it's it's a lot of fluff to get you to pay more money. It's not going to make a better beer than the stuff that we have. You know,
0: what else? I mean, well, I'm looking at the picture like they have the Recirculation pump and and it looks like have more heavily jacketed. Yeah, which I mean that's great. Uh, you
1: know there there are like these I guess little trinkets, little things that that kind of really work. And having that like the jacket is going to hold temperature a little bit better. But if like if you're recirculating and you always have your heating element on, you know it's like it's something that's going to be like a one per one percent maybe two percent gain. That's going to cost you $500. Yeah, it's just <laughs> odd know?
0: that it costs like $1,200 for that.
1: Yeah, and it's, you know, nothing wrong with Grandfather, but I feel like it's it's a lot of fluff for uh, an end product that isn't going to actually kind of, I guess, really do anything more. That, mm. that really goes to what all, a lot of these brewers that we talk to say. It's not the equipment that you have. It's knowing the knowledge and the ability to brew, mm. you know,
0: People are like, by making great beers in like a fucking old kettle. Yeah, their stove. <laughs> I, I told my
1: dad earlier today. I was like, if you get Travis from Old Nation, put him on our system, and then we go on his system, we brew the same beer. His beer on our system will still be better than the beer we mm-hmm. brew on his system. Yeah, you know, because it's there is that distinct difference, you know, in quality of brewer over equipment, mm-hmm. you know, and that's that's what grandfather to me is. It's a lot of fluff and and marketing for things it's like i just would never use that or i would you know yeah. i don't know it's just yeah. it's a lot of it's a lot of money for those units yeah how, how
0: are you still liking your um anvil factory? oh i love it yeah, yeah.
1: I, you know i i no complaints I, well i guess one not it's not a complaint it's a wish i wish i had like the tri clover clamps and the fittings, so it's easier to disconnect mm. and clean but sure but it's not bad they did a they did a really good job Nice. I know, i know you got the the mash and boil and you've been cranking away on that thing
0: um yeah so i got like my new Silla. yeah um, oh yeah oh that thing is great dude and i the last time i used it i hooked it up to the kitchen sink i didn't hook it up to the hose to cool the work and the time before that i used the hose and like for the outside r- hose yeah okay. and for whatever reason like it just didn't cool very fast and i'm like man there's not a lot of water pressure this, this mm-hmm. is weird and then I go outside to turn off the hose, like later, later on, and there was a kink in it. Oh,
1: that's why. Yeah, and my
0: girlfriend had gone and turned on, turned on the hose just to make sure there wasn't anything crazy going on because that's happened before. Yeah, uh, oh yeah. Where I turned on the hose to the early on days, chiller, I remember that exploded the hose and was spraying <laughs> yeah. all over my kitchen. That yep. was fun, but yeah, there was, was a kink in time. it, so I'm like, son of a bitch. So yeah. I'll have to try it again. Where,
1: yeah, we can with our Silla, we can do this. Jaded Brewing, yeah, Jaded Brewing Scylla mm-hmm. on the immersion chiller uh if you guys brew and don't have that stuff we're not sponsored by it but it is amazing
0: so right next to you is yeah the, I saw the pump or the whirlpool the whirlybird i was
1: gonna ask yeah yeah this is a jaded brewing right yeah yeah how do you like how do you hook that up I it just goes right the through head. the
0: middle of the scilla and it connects with that that oh, clamp really
1: oh nice okay
0: and so you just run your hose through the like you just pump
1: yeah oh dude that's great that's yeah isn't cool? That cool? Yeah, dude, I'm curious about how that that works. (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to give that shot.
0: (laughs) Um, What are you drinking right now?
1: Oh, dude, Uh, this incredible cider that uh, you have on tap here. We're finally actually together for this podcast, which is really sweet. Face-to-face. It's like a live in-action Kizer report. But, yeah, uh, I wanted to come over, hang out, and uh, drink a bunch of his beers. And uh, he has a cider on that is... I can't stop drinking it. It's so good. And I, I came over and I didn't want to hear anything about it because I wanted to save it for the podcast because this is, I'm so intrigued and curious about this because I've never done
0: a cider. And this thing is delicious. So what would you do with this? Dude, it was really complicated. It was probably the most complicated thing I've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> what I did was I bought uh, four or five gallons of apple juice from Costco. Nice. I sanitized a bucket. And I dumped that in. I dumped four gallons of apple cider or apple juice. And then I pitched the yeast and closed it. Real tough. Yeah. Yeah. It was about a minute and 10 seconds. Nice. <laughs> and that's it. Literally, that's it for nice. cider. You can do other stuff where you're like mashing the apples and really I know, I getting good. Really adventures you see
1: the entrance has like the thing where you can crank down and like smush all the apples.
0: Yeah. So you can, uh, I think. Um, it's a lot um, of work. Who's who's that one funny YouTube Video we watch uh clawhammer clawhammer yeah, does one I, that's what so they mashed I, a bunch yep. of apples and getting stung by bees and shit yeah but, yeah so they did one where they <laughs> I think that one would be a lot better because it still has like an apple juicy taste to it this yeah. one does yeah, but that's it. I think I used uh um Omega cider yeast
1: oh oh nice, an actual cider it. yeast yeah, yeah I lying. was
0: curious about like the yeast I was worried yeah. about it overflowing, and I didn't have a blow off on it, but I think because I did four gallons. It was fine, like the Krausen didn't. Oh, nice. Go, yeah. you know, flying out of it like my stout did. Um, <laughs> yeah, dude, my stout did the same thing. <laughs> and uh, only because I had a ton of, like, lately my beers have been off on my f- final like output. I've been getting like four and a half gallons to put into the oh, yeah. fermenter. Like yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah. Uh, I'm misshooting like the final output. I'm not yeah. putting enough sparge through or something. But I know
1: we we would run into that problem a lot and so i just started adding like a half half gallon to like three quarters gallon like pre-boil volume Mm -hmm. so it's always like minimum seven boil down to six put you know we get the true or whatever put five and a half in i finish with five Mm -hmm. you know kind of that's kind of like my thought yeah and um yeah so the it works sometimes sometimes i did did that (laughs) right but
0: yeah the (laughs) apple cider um super easy like it fermented out in like two weeks I didn't have to put I bought um, some potassium sorbate and potassium metabisulfate like yeah I was gonna put that in there to kill the fermentation but it finished so easy that I didn't have to so oh, I nice finished right yeah that's at, dude that's good when it came out at six six percent yeah six percent. flat yeah and then as I was kegging it because I only brewed four gallons I put a gallon of um, the apple or the cran grape juice Oh yeah, yeah. I can taste it, and you can see like ocean spray grape. It has pink, a nice like hue. Pink, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's, four it's gallons regular tasty. cider, one gallon of the of the other juice. it Dude, Turned
1: out pretty good. A long time ago, this was you know probably a year ago. <laughs> it wasn't that long ago. Um, I looked up. I'm like, I wanna I wanna do a cider. So I was like, how to brew a cider. And it came up with the homebrew for life video. And he was talking about what he used to do when he was like, you know, 15, 16. He would go to the store and get the gallon jug of apple juice and then get baker's yeast mm. from Kroger, Bushes, or whatever, you know, and um, whatever store you have. And he would just take it home and put it in there, like drink a little bit out of the top, just put the, the baker's yeast in there. And then just put it in his closet. And when it was done, it would be like six point nine percent. Oh my god! And his boys would just like crush it. Really? And I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> that's a, that's a hack for kids who can't get alcohol. and They just want to want to get something. They just throw Holy it together. Shit. And they're like, it wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> that's like, like what can you do, right, like you the go. really
0: innovative, innovative kids.
1: Yeah. And he definitely is. And He's a dude to do that stuff. Enough friends who would just buy shit for me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, what else That's have you one. had? Have you tried the Cascade IPA yet?
1: Yeah, the Cascade IPA. That one was that one was great, and that one is, as I always say, you can never go wrong with Cascade. And I said this before. If there's one hop to rule the yeah. hops for, and he said like if if an alien one hop race to rule them all. Yeah, if an alien race comes to Earth and they're like, you need to brew us one beer, and I just I don't care what it is, just throw Cascade in. Because you're just going to be okay.
0: No so, matter what. Yeah. So that one I used, that one I used my, like, IPA base. I've been using for pretty much everything, like 12 pounds two row, half a pun of Crystal 10, half a pun of Crystal 40, and then uh, just a little bit of acidulated malt. And I did two ounces of Cascade at 30 minutes, one ounce at five minutes, one ounce at flame out, and then I dry hopped it, like, three days, three or four days. Nice. Okay. Just one ounce of Cascade again. So yeah. All Cascade.
1: Yeah, and it's it's fantastic. But that, yeah, it's a good nice not
0: super bitter or anything, I think. No, it's not. Yeah. I didn't add so usually I add in um agave nectar to my IPAs. I didn't for this one. Oh, okay. Um yeah. No, it's it's clean.
1: It it has a lot of those characteristics
0: and uh and a hoppy beer that I really like. What you about know. uh what's the other ones I have? Pineapple, the bigger oh, pineapple. Pine Mountain. Mountain. Yeah, yeah the Piney double Mountain. IPA.
1: That one was really good, yeah, because you added that pineapple to it. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, I really enjoy that. It just the way
1: it finishes nicely where it, it settles with pineapple mm-hmm. on the tongue. And you know, that the dryness of it, you can kinda you can kind of sense it when you're drinking it, but yeah. as it just sets, it, it finishes out nice with that that kind of mm-hmm. that bitey citrusy pineapple that uh, I was, is, is I was
0: wondering like, how that would turn out. I haven't used Yeah. Did you end up doing like the concentrate? No, I couldn't find it. Oh, okay. um, they didn't have it at Walmart or Meyer, and I didn't want to go anywhere else because I was just bored. Yeah. <laughs> um, or yeah. didn't want to go anywhere else. Um, but I found the little 100% juice little cans, like the little pineapple juice cans, the little tiny ones, you know, like oh, four yeah. ounce or whatever. So I put three of them into it as I was kegging it. And this one, like the grain bill is a little bit different than this one. I did 12 pounds of two row, um, three quarter pound. Crystal ten, three quarter pound crystal sixty, half pound of Munich and uh, quarter pound of amber. Oh, nice. Okay, amber malt. So I did a little bit different, and then I yeah. used um Zythos and Summit hops. Oh and yeah, these, and I dry hop <laughs> nice. that. So
1: yeah, that's great. Those are those are sweet hops.
0: I think I used White Labs double O five on that one.
1: is that the British?
0: Trying to think. Know. What I is have it? Oh, yeah, I, just I mean. White
1: i know give me any number from why <laughs> and i'll tell you <laughs> white labs is the one I'm, i can't forget maybe that was oh two was, i i don't remember
0: how about um hot box explosion have you tried that yet? yeah
1: that one that one's cool that one's wild because that was that's the one that you did with the yakima valley like there was it the hot is it called the hot box yeah so it it's, like the, uh,
0: you're looking at it right here it's these every, little canisters oh yeah.
1: So what's cool about Yakima is like they're, they used to come, the hops used to come in cans Mm -hmm. and now they're like those really nice bags, resealable bags. Yeah. And so it's cool to see them in this hot box come back in cans.
0: Yeah. These little cans and they're all, um, they're all sealed. Yeah. No, it's a sweet. So I got a bunch of different, yeah. So Yakima Valley hops, it's like a hot box subscription and they send you it four times a year so i'll be getting mine sometime this like the harvest one. Oh nice the, sometime this month
1: dude i you have an unopened galaxy
0: here dude we yeah, can have a lot a of galaxy that. enigma ella see what this one is and columbus lupamax i'm left not gonna over.
1: lie I, I don't know that hop
0: usa so oh for, 2020 okay so for the hot explosion i just bittered alpha. with um i bittered with cascade and then i used uh the lupa max eldorado okay oh so yeah bitter in hey, aromas and then moteka and rakau which nice. are the two new zealand like a, yeah. fruity boys
1: yeah dude that's that's sweet but yeah i like that one and that one is like uh i was sitting here just trying to figure out like what flavors i could get from that and i got no discernible flavor <laughs> but it was just like a good like i don't know it was like it was just a good beer
0: it's I like had, you put, like, ten different fruits in a smoothie. Like gonna, yeah. You can pick up, like, like, banana. It's fruity?
1: Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> no, it was, that was cool. That was, that was a fun beer.
0: Yeah, that one turned out pretty good. And then I got the, the Irish Vanilla Cream Coffee Stout fermenting upstairs. Oh, okay. Which should oh, be, nice. yeah, I should yeah, be able yeah. to kick that in the next, like, day or so. Nice.
1: Dude, at the rate that we're drinking this cider, you might, you <laughs> might have a spot for it. <laughs> have you had, like... You know besides your own personal beers have you had any beers like new beers you've tried this week for the first time or beer that you've like just kind of been going back to this week? um
0: not really i stopped at the bar the other day and got um a smoky porter from uh one of the lansing breweries sleepwalker okay out there they just had it at the bar so i tried that that was pretty good uh, a little too smoky for my. I was gonna say taste, smoky
1: but. smoky beers are very risky for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, there are not a lot that I can go back to.
0: Yeah. Other than that, nothing really. Like this last couple of weeks have been nuts. Just been getting over another sickness or whatever, and then yeah. just working crazy hours. So nice. no fun. I don't even like I turned off all the taps on my keyser for five six <laughs> days. I just yeah. haven't even had beers when I get home. It's been brutal.
1: Yeah. I know I like lately I haven't been drinking during the week just because my schedule Mm -hmm. is so weird and so when I hit the weekend it's like I have so many beers to try but I also have so much to do on the weekend that I can't try all the beers I want to try yeah you know but the one I've I keep going back to is that old nation Oktoberfest
0: yeah that's why I
1: can't get enough of that one yeah where do you find it at so we were finding out at bushes and stuff like that but we uh I think I think they're out because you know like they run like one batch. They they run, like, I I feel like Oktoberfest is a beer that they only give so much mm-hmm. or put so much out, and then when it's like bought up, it's gone. When it's gone. It's and gone, so yeah, and that's where I'm like, I I keep going back and I go to Kroger, go to Bushes, go you know whatever. Mm-hmm. And I can't find them anymore, but I do, I do have Arbor Brewing and Sierra Nevada Oktoberfest of the House. Oh nice, that is pretty good. Arbor Brewing is pretty good. It it has that it's unfiltered I, for my personal take on it is i know like the oktoberfest style is meant to be a beer that you could have 36 in one day at the festival you know yeah. what i mean and the uh arbor brewing one is really good but it's it, it has too much of like a caramelly sweetness to it it's unfiltered i could have like two mm-hmm. but the sierra nevada one i know it's not michigan but it is Sierra Nevada that one i i could have 12 easily yeah you know it's it's light and it has like that nice crisp from the carbonation it has just enough like munich like breadiness with a touch of like caramelly sweetness that mm. it, you know it, you can keep coming back to it but but that's you know the Oktoberfest one that's the one or the uh, old nation Oktoberfest one that's the one i love because it's it has all that and it's clean it's
0: yeah it's it's so i good. think i had one when we were at when we were there with them. Yeah. Because I just d- dipped my hand in the ice bucket. And yeah. Just whatever grab I grabbed, I grabbed. I and then I had the Hellas first. And I was like, oh, our Oktoberfest. All right. We're going yeah. that route. I know it was funny because he, uh, afterward,
1: he was like, you know, what beers do you have? You know, and I was like, I could not stop drinking that Oktoberfest. It was so good. And he's like, oh, man, you like it? He's like, I got a bunch. I'll send you home with some. And then we got to talking, totally forgot. Yeah. <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> but, but I want to support him, you know. Exactly. So i buy him. But, but yeah, it's. That's kind of that's that's kind of my mainstay when I can drink, but the Oktoberfest season is pretty much coming to a close. So now it's on to the tasty porters, stouts.
0: Yep, um, which I'm so excited for. Good. Which were you having a segment of stout in the? Episode? Uh, yeah, yeah, man. yeah. So get ready for that. All right. Well, let's get this boy cracking then. Hey everyone, welcome to the Michigan Beer Pursuit Podcast. My name is Chris. I'm here with Justin, live and in color. Yeah, here I am. <laughs> um, for episode 32. So thank you for joining us for yeah. episode 32. We're a couple out from our most recent brewery podcast. So if you guys haven't listened to the Old Nation Urban Rest episode, pause this and go listen to that one. It's going to be way better than this episode. Um, <laughs> That's a good episode. Let's get um, Let's get cracking with a little... Random question of the day. All right. And this is a nice Detroit-style okay. question. So who's going to be the first to win the respective like Super Bowl, World Series, or Stanley Cup? The Lions, Tigers, or the Red Wings?
1: Lions all the way. <laughs> Lions are the best team in football, right?
0: Uh, undefeated? Well, they just lost like seconds ago, so no. Oh, Oh, and four. oh
1: they're undefeated from winning. Oh, yes. that's maybe what yes. it is. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Opposite of what you. you're thinking. Yeah, that's right. That's what it is they're overly overly defeated um no i would like i'm a tigers guy baseball guy at heart oh yeah you're much
0: more a tigers guy i would say lions and red wings are in like the quote-unquote rebuild yeah blah, 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 which i think is bullshit. but um <laughs> yeah what like where are the tigers at as far as like being a competitor for for that because where were they out 12, 12 games, games behind, not that much for the yeah, wild card. Yeah, so this right? season was was a
1: very promising season. Um, I definitely think with the, you know, acquisition of AJ Hinch kind of at the helm and teaching these young players to do the things that they need to do, I think it's pretty exciting. I would say honestly, like next year we'll fight, we'll be a lot closer. We were fighting for second place up until a couple mm. days ago, which is crazy to think about where we were we were last place always Yeah, and, and here we are with a bunch of you know nobodies kids and kind of making it through but I I think next year we're going to fight for it probably not going to touch Chicago next year with their overall record hopefully beat, beat them every single game we play them with you know so that, that'll be great that'll be a win for me next season if we can mm-hmm. beat them every encounter but I think probably three years we're going to make it pretty deep in the playoffs it's nice. guess.
0: i would say like i was looking at that question like a minute ago and i would think the tigers are the ones tigers oh, that's my pick who probably. i would favorite, mm-hmm. even though i f- like i feel like it's harder to get because there's just so many games yeah like i feel like it's harder to get into the World Series because it's not so much like the other two sports like take a lot more into their playoffs where yeah like, yeah baseball isn't that many mm-hmm. but Red Wings, I think, are in the right direction. I don't think they're ever going to win with Dylan Larkin. Sorry, Dylan oh, Larkin fans. Oh,
1: dang. Okay. All I don't right. think they're ever going to win with, <laughs> while he's on the team. But yeah.
0: Lions is not even a discussion. Yeah, we not even, we're not even <laughs> talking yeah. about that team. The Lions don't even exist in my eyes right now. So I think Tigers. I think we can both agree on that. So I would love nothing more than the Tigers to get that. Um, sweet. So All right. So we talked about a few minutes ago trying um, the new beers out. That you just had, yeah. Uh, the cider, Big Rock Piney Mountain Cascade IPA, Hot Box. Which one would you be your Which one would be your favorite? Cider, cider, yeah.
1: <laughs> the easiest no, one, yeah. Uh, no, I mean they were all great. I think if I had to choose, that wasn't cider, an actual beer. Um, I might, I might choose Piney Mountain. Yeah, just because it it had everything. It was super piney, and it had that mm-hmm. that finish where there was. It was a pretty dry beer, but it had enough like citrus, fruity note at the end that could, you know, normally with dry beers, you're always you're always wanting to go back for another yeah. sip. But this one was it left such a delicious taste in my mouth that I wanted to keep going back for more for that. Yeah, and that one, that one is really good. Yeah, I'm I glad you said that because
0: like I, cr- like building that recipe, I was like I'm gonna make this really, like piney, and. Just a mega IPA, and then I couldn't commit and fucking threw pineapple juice in it to <laughs> cut it, you know. But I'm like, Piney Pineapple, like, this is the greatest, yeah, duo. You know, I don't know. There's pine and it pineapple out well, is, We got to do it. <laughs> turned out good. If it sucked, yeah, then yeah. we wouldn't be talking about it. That's right. Um, it's pretty good. So we're cranking into our fall beers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, summer's finally come to its end, it's still. 70 degrees in october but all everything yeah. everyone is having their Oktoberfest this weekend and last weekend and yeah whatever everyone's doing their stein holding yeah stein holding <laughs> uh events and stuff like that which is cool um, i think um i think it's urban rest was doing one where the winner got a, a mug club membership. really yeah so they were no doing way. a really cool oh man event. i think it was them um obviously there's a lot of research that goes into each of these episodes, so there's right. a lot of info that goes in and yeah. out. But yeah, someone's doing one where they were like literally giving away a, a uh, Mo Club yeah. membership just for winning the Steinholding competition, Dude, which is great. pretty cool.
1: Dude, we should have gone down there.
0: I know. Oh, well, next year. I uh, think next year, too, I'm going to make like a super authentic Oktoberfest where I'm going to brew it in March and lager it all the way until oh yeah there you go September so and it's
1: so funny because that's I, that's such a difference between us because like I would never spend the time <laughs> <logging> <laughs> that long because I'm like if I don't brew it and if I can't drink it within 14 days I'm talking you know fer- fermented kegged cold crash find the whole thing if I'm not drinking six of them within right. 14 days then i don't want to brew that beer yeah <laughs> but like that that doesn't deter me from lagers i just right.
0: i'm just not gonna tell you i did it so there's no like <laughs> yeah. wait that needs yeah. to happen so you guys I, will never it, even know i I'm brew. just it. i'm very impatient you'll forget my merch so
1: I'm a very impatient brewer and beer drinker <laughs> but but i love it And you know as we talked about in the old nation urban rest the the lager style i love that process the so, tradition yeah. of it but i am an american <laughs> At like deep you know deep rooted american so i that's my my thing is just i i want it now give it to me yeah, now we don't want you we know, have time I to wa- wait i want it done
0: yeah what is this waiting yeah. i don't know what that is yeah i think i want to do a lager soon Either just quick brew and you can just put it aside Dude, yeah i ready, mean there's ready. something
1: sweet about that where you just kind of Yeah, you kind of brew it, forget about it, move on, and then it's it's almost like you you, when you forget about it, you're like open up the fridge, you're like, oh yeah, remember I (laughs) brewed this a couple months ago. That's sweet. (laughs) Yep.
0: So it's we're kind of rolling into stout season. Would you say we're getting into stout season? Arguably the best. So we wanted to give a quick background on stout. I know Justin's done you know some porter, giving you guys some porter info, and so the BJ BJCP um gives out examples of or they define stout in a few different ways. So they have the dry stout, the sweet stout, the oatmeal stout, <laughs> yeah. the foreign extra stout. They just keep going. <laughs> American stout <laughs> and Russian imperial stout. And so a quick background on these. So out are, of those, which one's your favorite? Uh Probably American Stout because I want to say it's more of like a like the milk stouts that I'm a fan of. Yeah. Well, that
1: that's sweet stout is oh, our okay. milk stout. Yeah. All right, then that's what I want. Yeah. So it's like yeah, sweet stout, milk stout is a essentially the same thing. Um, and a lot of people think of like sweet stout and they think of like dessert stout. Hmm. But it, it really is like sweet from like that lactosey milk kind of. Yeah. You know, and that's what it, it honestly confused me, and I did a bunch of research trying to figure out what is it but that's kind of that's like that's what it is like the i guess the bjcp classified term
0: yeah so so your classification for dry stouts the aroma is going to be coffee like roasted barley and roasted malt aromas that are prominent might have a little bit of chocolate and cocoa um appearance is always going to be jet black to deep brown Uh, flavor is going to be moderate roasted some grainy sharpness and uh a little bit of Acidic sourness and medium to high hot bitterness too. Um mouthfeel is gonna be medium, uh medium light to medium full, uh, with a little creamy character to it. Um and some of the commercial examples are gonna be your obvious your Guinness.
1: Yeah, your Guinness Stout,
0: your Murphy stout, your Goose Island Dublin stout and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Um your sweet stout. That is going to have an aroma of, again, mild roasted grain, uh, sometimes coffee and chocolate notes, and an impression of a cream-like sweetness. Uh, Appearance, again, very dark brown to black. Um, Flavor is going to be dark roasted grains and and malt-dominant, and provide a coffee and and chocolate flavor to it. Yeah, Um, so good. Medium fold of full-bodied and creamy mouthfeel, and some... Examples of that, I mean, would be like your Rochester mills. Like, yeah. milk stout, you Great. know, left hand milk stout. Anything that says like milk stout on it or cream yeah. stout
1: or one of ours.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, oatmeal stout. Uh, I mean, these are really kind of kind of the same. The difference yeah. There's you know, a lot You're going to have a lot of aromas mouthfeels and, and everything. Yeah. I won't read it again and again and again. But um, oatmeal stout, you're going to using an oatmeal. Yeah, uh, you know, to get yeah, that a, uh, more of a different mouthfeel. Mm-hmm. um they say silky, yeah, but you just know like you taste a regular stout and you taste no meal stout and you just can taste the difference mm-hmm. uh for an extra stout um I actually don't even know what that is
1: yeah
0: that's just an odd stout. yeah know. fairly we'll, dry we'll roast yeah I've yeah, never
1: yeah. had it i I honestly can't think of an example of where i've had it. i've heard <laughs> the term but
0: yeah I don't know um an American stout uh, examples of that would be like the C- Sierra Nevada Stout, um, Mad River, Steelhead Extra Stout, stuff like that. So yeah, um, and then your Russian Imperial Stouts, which is your <laughs> yeah monster um, beers. Usually ABV is between like eight and twelve for that, and then like five to seven between your other ones. Yeah, you know, anywhere from like four to seven mm-hmm. for your other stouts. Once you get in the Russian Imperial, it's like <laughs> you get one yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Um, what? Uh. So I. Use your stout recipe, yeah. When I do mine, so when I did my cocoa puff one, and we use what marisotter. So Maris Otter, yeah.
1: I, I feel like in a stout, you always want something that's a little bit more character, characterful, character, mm-hmm. Yeah, than like a pilsner or anything like that. You you need something that has a little bit of a stronger backbone as a base malt. And uh, and then moving on to like, you gotta get it roasty. You gotta get it dark. Mm-hmm. And so, the uh, the chocolate malt or the pale chocolate yeah pale chocolate. pale chocolate that that's my favorite because that's the one where i can actually really taste it's a, such a nice pleasant roastiness to it yeah and it has those characteristics and it's not like the acrid it's not super bitey it's not super acidic you know it's just something that is just has the beautiful round roasted notes to it mm-hmm. chocolatey roasted notes to it and uh and then obviously you're always like and stuff like this you got like carafa three mm-hmm. Is a, a lot of carafa three is a lot of color more than it is i think just intense roastedness but it's something we got to do and that is like mm-hmm. what is that like Point one five pounds, whatever that is of like.
0: uh, carafa three you got half yeah. a pound it, oh half, po- yeah, oh, yeah, half pounds, pound. oh yeah yeah okay yeah yeah so nine pounds maris um, Pound of uh, pale chocolate and then half a pound of carafa. Okay, you yeah, that all right, yeah, that's what it was then we throw time. a bunch of rice holes in there because we yeah, fucking <laughs> grind our shit super super fine. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like flour, but yeah, that's super good. But the so the first one I did was something like that, it was super simple. Read a bunch of articles and recipes, and everyone was kind of pointing to those being in there. And obviously, we add lactose, of course, yeah. that's how we get yep. the milk stout, sweet stout stuff, but. Uh, lately, I've been doing um, splitting up the base malt between Maris Otter and Vienna, just oh, okay. because adding a little bit, wow, uh, a little bit more. I don't know if character that would come through, but it, it is something. It's a different dynamic.
0: Have you noticed the difference?
1: I think I have, yeah. but it, it's tough because they were like mm. when I brewed those, they were they were pretty far apart. They were probably mm. like three or four months apart. So. Yeah, but I definitely. I think it definitely could have been placebo, you know, thinking like, <laughs> oh yeah, I totally get the Vienna in here. Yeah. But I, if, chances I probably didn't, but it's something that I, d- I did. Cause why not? Yeah. Cause
0: Vienna. For hops, for, for stouts. I mean, we use Fuggle. What would you say? East Ken Golden. Yeah. Yeah. Fogel East Kent Golden. So, mean, they're kind of, yeah. If you want center. to go like
1: American, I think Willamette is great. I did. Yeah. The last one I did was, um, 20 minutes left. I did, um, Fuggle and it. and like for me, I uh, I like to boil these things for like eighty, ninety minutes. Oh, nice! That, that is, there's no real reason, you know. Like, it's not <laughs> like I want to get that Mayard reaction to, you know, really get that the beautiful like Mm -hmm. you know from the malt the carameling of the malt what it's a stout you're not going to notice the color difference yeah you know really it's going to be masked over from the the roasted greens you're not going to get all that taste but i just did it because the first time i brewed it we got way too much of a yield going into the boil kettle and so we're just like let's go the first Mm -hmm. edition is at 20 minutes let's just boil and then just kind of whenever we want to we're just drinking beers and like Doing stuff in the barn. It was yep. like, "All right, I don't know. Just let's just throw the hops in now." <laughs> you nice. Know? And it was, I think it was like 80 or 85 minute boil, but ended up just super nice. I see nice. condenses it down more. You know. Yeah,
0: I went um, this Irish coffee stout. I'm doing. I went pretty nuts with. I did nine pounds of Maris Otter, a uh, quarter pound of pale chocolate, eight ounce carafa three. So kind of like our base. Yeah. I added 22 ounces of flaked oats. Nice. I did a pound of coffee kiln. And then ten ounces of roasted barley and eight ounces of crystal sixty. So I threw a shit. Dude, yeah, ton of there stuff you go. There.
1: That that is much more of like an American stout right there. You know, because our, our sweet stout milk stout has to give way to that milky sweetness. You know, mm-hmm. so adding the other stuff, like if you were to add like lactose in, I did.
0: You did add it. Okay. Uh, I did well, add. I, well lactose. I'm curious
1: now because normally I like, added
0: vanilla extract.
1: Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So I, hopped, I mean that Kent would make sense though.
0: and yeah. fuggle. So I did two ounces of fogo at 20 minutes. Nice. Just okay. to give it like a nice. Yeah. Because I figured Earthy like there's so much super, more stuff yeah. going into this. Like give it yeah. more hops to yeah, and m- I, maybe balance out a little bit. Yeah. Some it, of that and see, it, that's we'll see how That's one thing definitely
1: to note with these stouts is stouts are easily like you, the amount of uh, hops you put into a stout easily could match an IPA. Because it's they're, It's so thick. It's so the like the body of the beer and the malt bill of the beer is so intense there's so there's so many characteristics so many flavors so many overpowering mm-hmm. flavors you get like adding the amount of hops in there is you you almost have to go more than you think to be able to counteract and balance out that yeah. the body and the malt Otherwise bill you're just
0: bit. like drinking a sugary yeah yeah <laughs> sugary and it, drink.
1: It, it's crazy because you think like some of these some of these stouts use You know, five-gallon batch, you're using six, seven, eight ounces of hops, you know, and it's crazy. And Mm -hmm. it's like, well, this isn't, you know, it's not like a black IPA, but it it just kind of, the way it balances itself out is, it's pretty cool, pretty interesting. And I I do like that.
0: What um, what are some of your favorite stouts we have? I know we mentioned Rochester Mills, and we kind of did a taste test, too, like when we when we brewed or you brewed your stout yeah we kind of did a blind taste test and to see which one was one. So this is one of you know, my that.
1: favorite days yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we did a blind taste test and everyone picked mine yeah which was weird and that's not saying rochester mills we love you guys yes that's not saying that it was you know <laughs> but I, it was just it was a cool moment um but i i think rochester mills it's always a favorite that's one mm-hmm. we had that camping last weekend yeah. that's what we start our day with you know and uh brew days we always have like a rochester mills on brew days it seems like mm. uh i will say eternities x's and oats it's fantastic love x's and notes yep super good uh and there's so many i mean you go like um bells and founders and like we get into like you know kbs and yeah get more into the more crazy wild ones and stuff, stuff. Yeah. you know they're they're fantastic
0: um where well, i feel like at stouts you throw a lot of adjuncts in like yeah, you don't have to. I mean, there's always like yeah. Guinness and stuff. Where like me and the mm-hmm. hockey guys would destroy Guinness at the bar after yeah. games. You know what's just funny? I might upset a drink. I might
1: upset a lot of yeah. listeners, but I do not like Guinness. I do. don't like. It's yeah. weird when you I start having like, a lot like of like really bitterness. good stouts, and you have that. It mm. kind of takes away from. I, it, I think that's very weird, watered yeah, down. Yeah. yeah, watered down. It was like there's like this, which is a
0: bummer, bittery bite that just
1: lingers, <laughs> and I'm like, I just i just don't know i just i don't know i just i i'm not a fan of it it
0: does, like i'll be honest like sometimes i just want like i like i go to the bar and i'm like i just don't feel like ordering a craft beer because i don't know if i'm gonna like it i'm not whatever yeah. so i'm like oh, i just want a miller light and then i get it and i'm like this is not like i still i guess enjoy it but it's not what i used to think it was yeah yeah
1: no i i, I you know i think our palettes have changed drastically (laughs) and you're just like so (laughs) bored
0: with it now like there's
1: but that's that's you know once again going to the american way we're used to these things like that have like five or six crazy grains in this with you know seven eight ounces of hops just in our five gallon batch you know and and then we go to a guinness and it's so simple but you know there's beauty in the simplicity of all this you know but it's still it's to me that dry the irish dryness I love dry beers, but in a stout, I have a problem with the, the dryness. Yeah, and we did it in sure. my
0: yeah dry stout. I mean, dry stout is dry stout. You either yeah. like it or you don't.
1: My last uh, version of the milk stout that I did, I ended up using um, Thames Valley, Thames Valley, Thames. I don't know how to say that. Sorry, guys. Uh, the the one over there was it London or something. Mm-hmm. Um, that's like the uh, from Y East. That that's supposed to be like the um, Guinness. You know, like Guinness. Oh, okay. The Guinness yeast. Yeah. Like what they would use in their Irish dry stout yeast. Sure. And I ended up using that because they were out of almost all the yeast over at Adventures because we got them like right before the shipment came in. So it wasn't like their fault. They were waiting on their shipment. Mm. And I ended up putting that in there. And I, I had a hard time enjoying that beer up until about maybe like a gallon and a half left after I let it sit for like two three months and wow. i'm like i just i just can't do it and then that thing finally like balanced out in that dry dryness at the end yeah finally like went away a little bit mm-hmm. and uh, everything else came through it was just so dry i had a hard time like really yeah. enjoying that beer and um so i i think that's my issue but i do mm-hmm. like like ipas and pale ales i like the the dryness at the end but i think because it's you get more citrusy or fruity flavors mm-hmm. not the roasted i don't want like a roasted than dry I want yeah a fruity than dry you know yeah but that's that's my take on it for sure sorry for all the guinness lovers out there <laughs>
0: <laughs> um any other favorites i know tiramisu stout from ellison is good oh
1: fantastic yeah um
0: we've had some great stouts at arctic circle and copper hop yeah um, juneteenth yeah juneteenth amazing was amazing and i had like 10 of those yep um super good yeah
1: but. i i feel like stout is a is it's obviously it's easy to rest, uh to mess up like beer recipes and stouts and stuff like that but mm-hmm. it's it's also like if you know what you're doing you could there's so much room for error to have so much fun with this style so all these craft breweries we go to always end up having great stouts you know it's it's a cool creative beer where you could just have a lot of fun with a lot of adjuncts and everything cool flavor combinations and yeah and it's it's a great style i mean and mm-hmm. i'm excited you know i'm excited for the fall season to, yeah. to be able to really kind of dive in again
0: what's crazy too is it started out as porter yeah, that's do that's one of my Two. favorite so like story yeah. of, of stout is really it was it a was stout porter a stout porter yeah so they started brewing porters versus like their ales and and lagers and stuff like that all the way back to like the 1600s yeah it was Um, a beer
1: literally brewed for the porters on the docks
0: mm -hmm. that's what they called the porter. um so they made them pretty heavy like seven eight percent and called them stout porters and then just Mm -hmm. started referring to them as stout and became its own its own style so um pretty sweet um and one little you know tip from us like i don't know if it's like if a brewmaster would say to do this but we always pour our stouts and then let them sit for maybe like five ten minutes and come down de- up, uh, up and up in temp a little yeah. bit. because like, I've noticed like if you get a nice like cold stout, like it adds to some of the like dry acidity to yeah, it. It, it takes away
1: from some of the, like the roaster characteristics. And yeah, stuff. yeah. So if you Absolutely. let it,
0: if you let it sit, like one time we were up, up at the cabin and, um, Evan poured me a stout one of one of the ones I brought up and He poured it. I took like one sip We had to run to the store or something and, and we ended up coming back like 30 minutes later or whatever and I'm like I'm gonna still drink this and it was <laughs> yeah. great like it was almost like way Chocolatier than I yeah remembered mm-hmm. and all that came out because the temperature yeah, it's, raised it's up I was trying cool. to see if there was like a, um, uh, a Preferred serving I mean, Temperature or whatever on 47 it. 47 degrees something I like that. Yeah
1: I, I mean, this is, I'm pulling that right out of my butt. Yeah. But I, I have heard people say 47 degrees, 47 to 53 degrees is like the ideal temperature, is what I've heard. I don't know how accurate that is from people who actually know what they're talking about.
0: 55.
1: 55. Okay. 55. Because I thought it was, I thought KBS said on it was like 53. Maybe. maybe. But once again, that that is i think i read that maybe <laughs> seven eight years ago so yeah sorry founders if i'm throwing out numbers that you guys
0: don't suggest but. sweet so all right let's uh let's roll now into new brews and see what everyone's been cooking up heck yeah um so we're starting out in uh arctic circle and look at that a stout <laughs> uh this one's called breakfast in indonesia and we've actually heard about this one or mm. have we had this before
1: I wonder, was this the one that we had when we hung up? I think it is.
0: I'll have to, I'll reach out to Devin and see if it is. Yeah, because that Um, beer was amazing. So this one breakfast in Indonesia is a coffee stout with Sumatra coffee, Vietnamese cinnamon, ginger, and roasted coconut. I want to say this is what we had. I, yeah, I think it was, they have a sour wheat from Arctic Circle called McLean Queens, and this is a sour wheat ale with elderflower, lemon peel, and sweet orange peel This is part of their Tuesday beta test. Orvon Brewing out in Grand Rapids, they have Coastal Adventure, which is a kettle sour with lactose and pineapple strawberry uh, at 6.2%. Cadillac Straits has Local Flora 2, which is American Pale Ale, 5.3%, brewed with local fresh Michigan hops from Madison Heights. Uh, Copper Brewing has Hip Hop, Hip Hop Anonymous, which is a hazy IPA that she released. Dearborn Brewing has uh, Fresh Hop Belgo Rye Pale Ale. Uh, This is a collab with Wiltz's Brew Pub out in Oscoda. For a recipe featuring a a malted rye from Great Lakes Malt um, and hops cultivated on a family cabin up on the shores of Lake Huron, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. Uh, Michigan-grown Cascade, Columbus, Wilnette, and and Northern Brewer. Um, Draft Horse has uh, their Oktoberfest lager available right now. I'm pretty sure everybody has a Oktoberfest Marzen.
1: Honestly, if you don't, then, like, I mean, come on. I know everyone's doing it, but, like, seriously, come on. You got to do one.
0: Uh, Ferndale Project has Solo Series uh, 001 New England AAPA. Uh, it's the haziest beer they've ever brewed, they said. Wow. Uh, 8.5% all Citra hops. Five Shores has Ghost Train, which is a kettle sour, with blueberry, blackberry, SIE, lactose, and Michigan Centennial hops at 5.2%. Harmony Hall has Oat Busters, which is a rye double IPA, lots of oats and rye, uh, 8.25%. They also have TJ's Blackberry Rosé, which is a kettle sour. That one sounds pretty cool. Yeah, uh, Moth Fire Brewing has Ruby Mist, which is a Berliner Weiss. Uh, this is a collab with Norden Aquavit out in Chelsea, and they use some uh, some product from them and created a lot uh, a beer that has lots of botanical notes and, and a rhubarb tartness. Bringing it in at five point six percent. North Center Brewing out in uh, Northville, they have a Coffee blonde Ale. Uh, brewed with Red Dot Coffee in, in downtown Northville, 4.5%. Oddside Ales, they had quite a few releases. They have their bourbon barrel-aged um, uh, Imperial Mayan Moken Stout, made with coffee, cinnamon, nutmeg, and habaneros, 11%. My, uh, one of my bosses and I were just talking about this because he went out uh, out that way and said he had tried um, one of these stouts, and he couldn't, figure, he couldn't remember if it was Oddside or Grand Armory but he was like, dude, it had habaneros in it. It was so good. Oh, nice. Heck yeah. So definitely check that out if you're into dude, that, some that of the beers. That one sounds a little spice to good. it. It's awesome. Um, they also have three different versions of Hazel's Nuts coming out. The first <laughs> nice. one's a bourbon barrel-aged imperial with coffee and natural hazelnut flavor, 12%. The next one has toasted marshmallow and coconut. And then the third one is a chocolate and banana-flavored one. So pretty neat stuff coming out from outside. Yeah, um, Oracle Brewing has Bourbon Barrel Aged Awakening Hour, which is a porter, eleven point five percent Imperial Porter with coconut, cinnamon, and dark matter coffee, um, from Chicago, aged in Willet Seven Year Rye uh, Whiskey barrels for a year. Dang. Okay. So let that one rip for wow. a bit. Um, Reed City has a West Coast IPA coming out uh, with Amarillo, Simcoe, and Cascade at six point two five percent. Shandorf has three new beers. Uh, first ones are Porter at 5.2% a uh, nice dark chocolate, roasty malty, but not too heavy beer Here, uh bat dance, which is a black IPA 7% they use golden promise malt and then they hopped with galaxy mosaic and eldorado Classic and then peach all gold everything, which is a belgian golden ale 10% aged one year in bourbon air, barrel Uh finished on locally grown peaches. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah uh, Stonehound up in Traverse City, they have Dirty Wayne, which is a double IPA at 8%. Mitten Brewing Company has Basils Loaded, which is uh, sour ale at 4.5%, blended with strawberry, watermelon, and fresh basil. And then last but not least, Urban Rest has Double Rewaka, which is a double dry hop, double IPA. 7.5% built on on German Pils malt and oats, and then they hit it with Citra and Simcoe, and then dry hop with Rewaka, which is, again, a, a New Zealand hop, so nice and fruity. You yeah. can imagine this one is super good yeah
1: oh man that one that last one sounds so good
0: <laughs> um and then as far as keys report uh i think we've hit on mine quite a bit like i said i have a stout about to get kegged and i have a doppelbach and a pumpkin spice beer i need to get cranking on too so once i feel the energy I'll come <laughs> yeah. back and, and whatever maybe a day off this week i'll i'll hit hit the brew day what do you got what do you got cranking out
1: uh nothing brewing nothing fermenting yet um still kind of going back and trying to get back into the uh normal swing of things post vegas and which has been what i don't know like four weeks five <laughs> weeks now whatever that was but just kind of trying to get back into it and uh we'll we'll be back into it soon got some cool plans but as of now nothing
0: we're gonna get we'll we'll throw something up on Instagram and we want to hear you guys' opinion on what Justin should brew next. So maybe we'll hey, do uh, yeah we'll do a little shout out to the to the followers to see what what Justin should brew next. So hey, I like it. Throw something weird in there. Make him <laughs> yeah, brew it. Do it. Um, anything? Like any challenge. last thoughts?
1: Uh no, none that I can think of.
0: All right, guys, thanks for listening to episode 32. We're Michigan Beer Pursuit. We're out. Cheers, guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to the Michigan Beer Pursuit Podcast. Don't
1: forget to check us out on Instagram at MIBeerPursuit and on our website at MichiganBeerPursuit.com. If you have any feedback or any questions, make sure to hit us up at Chris at MichiganBeerPursuit.com. Thanks again for tuning in. And as always, drink local and enjoy. Cheers.